0: Welcome everyone to coaching the session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach this evening. So today the blog came out and is going to be talking about New Year's resolutions and what a better time than the week before Christmas. We only have a few days left before we are around the Christmas tree if we celebrate and we're with our families and we're receiving gifts and we're happy and we're merry and we're getting ready for the upcoming year we're excited for it too, right? But something happens. We have all this motivation, all this drive, and all this desire. But then New Year's comes and we're so happy. We pop a bottle of champagne and we're celebrating and we're going, woohoo, New Year 2022 is going to be my best year yet. But what happened in 2020 when you said it was going to be the best year yet? We were hit with a pandemic, with lockdowns, with quarantines. And now all of a sudden, people are, hmm, can't 2020 be over? So then they fast forward to 2021. I hope 2021 is not like 2022. But yet, we are faced with the same type of difficulties. The only time we have to worry about these difficulties, it seems, is when New Year's comes around. Now we have a choice. We can say, I hope this year is better than last year, or I'm going to make sure that this is going to be the best year possible for me. And many people get stuck. They start their New Year's resolutions and they do everything they're supposed to. They go to the gym, they're eating healthy, but then the gas runs out of the tank. Now these people are not as ambitious anymore, not as determined to get to their goal. And it sounds like laziness to me, but it's not necessarily laziness. It's lack of planning because we have an idea of what we want to accomplish, but we don't put something in place like a plan or a goal to help us get there. That's what today's blog is going to be talking about, how to find how to get to our New Year's resolutions the right way. Because if we've been looking at the past years, our New Year's resolutions, for many people, have not been successful. And of course, we can blame society. We can blame the government. We can blame the situation the world is in. Or we can take accountability. And we can say, we are the people responsible for our own life. If you're new to the channel, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Do all those things that videos like. And let's get into today's blog. So if you're new to the channel, you always wanna head over to RevenConcepts.com, and for checking out the latest blogs, you wanna head over to the resource tab. And you'll see, of course, the latest blog will be up on top. A tune-up series, part 29. The top reason why New Year's resolutions fail and how to fix it. Because I can tell you all about the problems in the world. I can tell you what to be fearful of. I can say you need to do this if you want to be successful, if you want to be a step ahead of the curve. But even if I did that, there would still be no progress. And the type of person I am, the type of coaching I am, teacher I am, I want to see progress, I want results, and it doesn't matter who, I'm going to get those results. So in this blog, not only do I tell you why people fail their New Year's resolutions, I offer you solutions. So when we look at the New Year's type of mentality, we have an opportunity to be better than we were the year before. We have an opportunity to say, This year is going to be my best year. But that's common thinking. Why are so many people getting in the habit of setting a New Year's resolution and then letting it die out before May hits? The typical lifespan of a New Year's resolution is three months. Three months. So that means you set a New Year's resolution for something. It could be anything. Weight loss relationship, uh, goals, whether it be career or personal life. And in three months, you're back to your regular habits. Hmm. I find that strange. Now we have the reasons why we fail. And the number one reason why people fail is because they have bad habits. Maybe they watch too much news. Maybe they are so concerned with what's happening in the world that they need to focus on it. And that focus takes away from them, from what they need to do. And then we have this little device here, a cell phone. How much time do we spend on our cell phones in a given day? And if you know anything about cell phones, they have a funny thing you can add to it now. How much usage you use? whether it be on Facebook, YouTube, general internet, your phone can tell you on your home screen how much time you're spending in what respective area. And I know many people are like, hmm, I don't want to know the truth. I remember I had a client. He was getting into the habit of watching a lot of YouTube. He didn't want to go to work. He wanted to be lazy. And hey, rightfully so. He used, he worked hard. And then now he has some downtime. He was like, this is kind of nice to not have to worry. But what was happening was he started to develop poor habits. And now he has his cell phone. And I told him when he started working with me, I told him, I said, I need you to find out how much you're using your cell phone and he was a little bit set back in the beginning he was like "Mm." he's like i i really don't want to know and then i said i need to know so the week after we had a session he comes to me and i said all right tell me the numbers he goes you don't want to (laughs) know so he knew it was coming but yet he's still continuing with his regular habits of doing exactly what he has been doing. And I find that interesting. So he told me how much it was. It was about eight hours of internet time. And I was like, well, we need to adjust that to be at least half. We don't want to go too drastic in the beginning. But then we created a plan and that's the first step. We need to develop a plan a process that we can follow so we can become successful because he was operating under his regular habits. And as long as he was operating under his regular habits, he was going to keep doing what he was. The next step, we wanted to make sure we replaced what he was doing with something productive. And only thing we did was we said, well, what do you like to do? I mean, he told me he likes to read books and stuff. Well, great. Instead of watching internet for eight hours, I want you to read. It could be a magazine, it could be an article, it could be a blog for four hours. Now, did he reach that four hours every single week? No, of course not. But the attempt was there still. And we were able to build on that attempt. Not many people see the starting point as the way to get to the end, they say, Oh, I got to start. And it's so difficult for them. And then we get to one of the major parts of our New Year's resolution. We need to be accountable. What does that mean? I need to be accountable for my life. Hmm. Because a lot of people operate under the circumstance of what life gives them. And then they complain that their life is not what it should be. Very interesting. And in this blog, there is a workshop at the end. And I have a new workshop I created for anyone who's interested into setting up their New Year's resolutions and getting to your New Year's resolutions. So if you're the type of person who sets up New Year's resolutions... I have a link on the bottom of the blog for you to sign up for an exclusive offer. And this is only going to last, I believe, 31 days. Because after the New Year's, guess what happens? The New Year's resolutions fade out. People don't care anymore. So we need to bring that caring back in the game. A lot going on, right? We have New Year's resolutions coming up. We have the holiday coming up. We have a lot of negativity going on in the world. No one knows what tomorrow is going to hold. The system's on the brink of collapse. The housing market might crash. It's in a bubble. In the economy, we look at the stock market. It is dipping, dipping down. What is there to be positive about? People are going to be looking at this as, hmm, I don't think I really want to focus on me. There's so much negativity in the world. Why do I need to focus on my life? Why should I even create a new year's resolutions? Now, if you're the type of person like me, you don't need a new year's resolution. I make sure that my actions and my habits are going to be conducive to what I want. I'm able to look at the end goal and then say, hey, how do I get there? And then I ask myself, how do I get there the quickest? Because people are so quick to say, oh, that's a lot of work. I don't really want to do all that work. And then they're faced with the reality of either I do the work or my life remains the same. And for people who keep their life in a stagnant position, they get stuck. And they stay there for two, three years. And they realize that their life is just going down the drain. And they're unhappy. And they're depressed. And they're angry with themselves. And they put off the blame. And they say the world is the reason why I'm not successful. They have a limited mindset. They say... There's not enough success to go around. There's not enough money to go around. There's not enough time in the day. But we look at people like Elon Musk. There's enough time in his day. He has the same 24 hours we do. Why are we not successful? And it happens because we create poor habits. We don't remain accountable to our decisions. to our our plans and to our goals. And we have to get out of those bad habits. And the easiest way to get out of those bad habits is to find someone who's going to help you be accountable. Now, I always say, do you need a life coach to help get you to the life you want to? Definitely not. You don't. But if you have a life coach, you will get there a lot quicker. I can guarantee you that. And when I was going through my journey and I had a mentor here and there, I had some guidance, but it took me two to three years just to get going. And I know if I had someone like me, it would take me three to six months. And I look at that and I say, that's crazy. I can help people do what I've done in three years span in three months. I sped up that process so rapidly and made it so easy and fluent, it's amazing. And the New Year's resolutions is the same thing. Last year, I had a list of goals because I was due for looking at what I needed to adjust. And I wrote a list down, and that list helped me determine how that year was going to go. And yeah, I could have put a dream board up and I could have put all the things I wanted to accomplish, but it was literally just what I needed to do, what habits I needed to create. And it was just a better, stronger work ethic. And I wanted to do more. Looking at last year, that was two thousand twenty coming out of the pandemic, still in the pandemic at the time. And I wanted to do something extra. And I said, I'm going to start YouTube. And I was already camera shy a little bit. I was like, oh, I'm a little camera shy. And I didn't want to necessarily get behind the camera and start a podcast or anything. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create a uh, a motivation video series motivation and motion. We're already on season two. So I started season one and we did 23 episodes and then I took a little break, got better at editing and video. And then I said, you know what? Time to start a podcast. Started the podcast. And luckily for me, the skills just translated into the podcast. So I had to do video editing for the podcast and I was able to use the skills that I obtained for my motivation series to the podcast. And the podcast didn't start until August, I believe. So now I have a podcast that started in August after starting a motivational series. So I was already comfortable creating videos, speaking, and then I just had to get behind a camera and say what I wanted to, because I have a lot to say. I have a lot that I've learned over the years. I see things in a different sp- in a different view than many people, because what I'm able to do is break everything down into minute, bite sized pieces that is going to be easily digestible for anybody. Doesn't matter the age. So now I'm able to do that in the podcast, in the motivational series, and the motivational series for Motivation and Motion, season two, is out. I believe we are 12, 13, 14 episodes in. That didn't happen this year because I wrote it down on paper. I gave myself goals to challenge myself. And what better way to challenge myself than say, hey, I need to do more than what I'm doing. And I always have that thought in the back of my mind from my mentor, one of my mentors. Are you willing to work harder than you have ever worked in your whole entire life? And I always ask myself that question. And the answer is, I am working hard, but I'm not working hard enough. Because when he asked me that question years ago now I was working hard 60 plus hours a week maybe 80 on on any given week coming home late tired bags under my eyes I was working hard but it wasn't hard enough and he told me you have to work harder got to work more efficiently. And that's the key word. How could I be more efficient? And with his tutelage and his help, he showed me. And I do the same thing with my clients. I help them be efficient. I help them think and get to where they want to be quicker. Because we don't have time to waste. We don't have time to dilly dag and watch TV all day or go to the movies every day or every evening. We just don't have that luxury, especially if you want to make a difference in the world. My program, my coaching, trains leaders of the world, of the new age, to be more directive in how they live, so they can go after more. So these New Year's resolutions that people make. Most of them are going to go in the trash. They're going to put a piece of paper up on the wall and guess what's going to happen? That paper's going to sit there. They're going to look at it and they're going to say, oh, look at that. My New Year's resolutions get in shape. Oh, I haven't been to the gym in a month. And they might be saying that while they're holding a bag of McDonald's. Interesting. So yeah, we can put it front and center for us to see. But it doesn't mean we have to look because the mind and the eyes is going to read what they want. And if something is going to offend them, they're going to turn their eyes and they're going to hope they don't think about it. And if they do think about it, they're going to just give themselves another worry, something that's going to be irrelevant to their success and progress in life. So people have a bad habit of not following through, of not staying committed to what they say they're going to do. And then they fill themselves up with angst, with sadness, with anger, hate. And they wonder why they don't go anywhere in life. There's a reason why the 1% succeed. They don't do it the way many people think they need to do it. They have a different type of mindset. And anyone, anyone in the world can develop that type of mindset. It just requires you to understand the type of person you need to be, what type of quality you need to implement. Because most people give whatever they got. They spend as much energy as they need. The effort's not there. And the, the world, the state of the world currently is going to debilitate you and make you not want to move. And in this blog here, why people fail their New Year's resolutions and how to fix it is a must read. Not because it's my blog, but because it's going to help you understand that no program is going to help you unless you help you. That the reasons why you fail is because you lack planning and you lack commitment. And then how to fix it is to make sure that you cannot fail. And that's powerful because if you can't fail, what would you do in life? If you knew you couldn't fail, if you knew you couldn't make a mistake, what would you do? And most people knowing that, they always will say, I would do this, I would do that if they knew they couldn't fail. So when the New Year's resolutions start to come in your mind and you start to write them down maybe, I want you to remember something. Are you just writing them down because it's a habit of new year, new you? Or are you writing them down because you're tired of how you're living? Because you're tired of where the world is going and you want to rise up and make a difference. Because if you're one of those people, then you're going to do everything in your power to get there, to accomplish those New Year's resolutions. And if people can get in the habit of holding themselves accountable and committing to a higher cause. Most of these problems that we have in the world wouldn't exist. But weak people want to remain weak. Lazy people want to remain lazy. So what do you want to do? My name is Michael Riordan. I'm a mindset coach here in Austin, Texas. If you have any questions, you can email me coachinginsession at gmail.com. I will see everyone again on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for the next podcast. And until then, everyone take care.